0: Kevin Jones here, calling in to tell you that this episode of the Eclectic Gamers Podcast is brought to you by the Roanoke Pinball Museum in Roanoke, Virginia. The Roanoke Pinball Museum is an interactive museum dedicated to the science and history of pinball. Their mission is to cultivate curiosity in science, art, and history through pinball while preserving and honoring its role in American culture. The museum is open every day except Monday and houses over 65 machines with models ranging from 1932 to 2018. Roanoke Pinball Museum. It's not a turd.
1: Welcome to the Eclectic Gamers Podcast. Today is Sunday, May 31st. It is episode 116. I am Tony. I am Dennis. And the, the
0: pandemic's over, Tony. That's what baby
1: Yoda told me. Uh apparently that's that that yeah. Everything's done. Mm-hmm. New the new serious important stuff have come up so everything's gone and we're all okay. Now we worry about yeah. other stuff. New news day. Well, and my my new
0: worry has been the leak in my ceiling. Oh, you've drip, got a ceiling leak? Drip, drop. Yeah. Yep, uh I was hoping to get it fixed uh on Friday or Saturday, but they didn't get out here to do it yet. So, I got I got mid-bucket. It's actually it, it really threw me for a loop because the leaks in the garage, which is you've been to my house. The garage is basically underneath my bedroom and the hallway, the hall bathroom. Yeah. It's like that whole sort of stretch. I don't I don't know if the back bedrooms are are over it or not. But so you'd think, okay, a roof leak. Well, the roof is up on the top of the house and the garage is at the bottom of the house so i should see a leak in one of the ceilings and i didn't
1: i i would have figured it, it would have been a leak out of some pipes then
0: and so that's what i thought and i already had a hole cut in the ceiling in an area where the leak was because that's the hall bathroom that my housemate uses and there was a problem with the drain the i had the tub replaced last year and the drain wasn't completely sealed right so Eventually it was actually dripping through the ceiling. So I had a plumber come out and they, they cut off and ultimately we didn't need to cut the hole apparently, because he just went in from the tub and just like (laughs) recocked it and sealed it. And he's like, it was like a, it was like a 15 minute job and that solved that problem. But I still have that area exposed so I can see up in there. So, but the thing is I turned on all the upstairs water. I poured water down all the drains, couldn't get a drip, couldn't get a single drip of water. And I was only noticing the garage floor wet in the rain. So there was a little crack in the floor. So then I thought, well, maybe the water's coming up from the ground because that happens in my laundry room. If there's a sustained water for a long period of time, right. it will start to seep through some cracks and just goes down the drain. And it's an unfinished laundry room area. So it's not a big deal. I just make sure you just can't have a carpet in that area. You just got to let it drain. Um So finally, I had a contractor come out, I took a look. And he's like, I I think it's a pipe. And I'm like, I've tested every pipe. I've dumped water down every drain. We're talking gallons of water at once. I can't get it to replicate. I only see it in the rain. So I don't think it's a pipe, Uh, but we can test it more. If you think I should do even longer tests. I mean, I left like all the showers on for five minutes. It was, you know, I did everything I could think. And then we went outside and he looked up and he goes, oh, okay. So over that spot was a plumbing vent. For that hall bathroom, all the upstairs bathrooms. Right. You have a little pipe that comes up. And thanks to the hole in the ceiling, I could see he he thought, okay, that's probably leaking because that's pretty common then. And then it must just be going straight down. And so when we had the heavy rain this last week on Thursday, I actually was able to go and look. And yes, that PVC pipe that goes straight up there, the water's running down it. Gets to the elbow turn, which is in the garage, and then is dripping on the light fixture, and then running down the light bulb and dripping on the floor. So it wasn't even coming out the hole. It's just near enough that I thought it was because it was splashing everywhere. Right. So I I turned off the power to to that light switch uh, and just put a bucket under it for the time being. So it only shows up if there's enough rain. Uh, because it's not a very big leak, but there's some water spots and rust on the screw on that light fixture, so that I might have had that leak for a
1: while. That might I be one of those things where you can just go up and seal everything on the roof real good. Oh, you know,
0: my guess is it's the flashing around it, right? But, uh, but given that it's not severe, I'm not. I haven't gone up there myself to patch it because in light rains, it doesn't even it doesn't go down like it doesn't drip far enough to get off the pipe, so you don't even see it. Uh, and I'll go ahead and have him take a look at the roof because I've owned this house now for like 17 years or so, and I don't know when that roof was replaced, but probably coming up on year, you know, end of life because I'm guessing it's a 25 year roof. Yeah, because it it looks like it's the cheap asphalt uh, shingles, like the cheapest ones. So I'm sure they cheaped out when they replaced it.
1: It was probably their original roof from when it was built oh the 80s
0: oh, I don't I don't know if it'll look this good <laughs> when he when he looked at it from the from the outside he's, he thought he could see where a tile was turned up at the uh, vent the plumbing vent right so he's like, I think I even see the spot and it's like okay and he goes the rest of your shingles look okay but eh, I'll take a look when I'm up there Wolf, roof looks like it's got a few waves in it the wavy roofs are usually with new roofs so well, anyway let's see so what's been going on with you <laughs>
1: Um, I finished XCOM Chimera <gasps> Squad, and it's basically XCOM Chimera Squad Act One. That's that. That's what it is. <laughs> because there's lots of there. The it, it's a good, interesting story, but they set up this big bad guy, and you don't learn anything about them other than the fact that they exist. Oh, so and then the so game wait for over. part two. Yeah, so. There will probably be another part coming, provided it sells well enough. So uh, sweet, but it was enjoyable. It was very enjoyable. Uh, other than that, I spent a lot of time uh, working in the yard, uh, like last weekend and going into the holiday. Uh, plenty of chainsaw time and mm-hmm. and playing with my new favorite yard work tool, which is a bill hook. Because oh. they do everything really well that you know nice. they're designed for. Uh, other than that work, uh, I don't have the huge drama of stuff leaking everywhere or or new roof needs or anything like that. So,
0: well, that's probably good. I don't like dealing with anything, but that's what happens sometimes. That's the bad part about having the house.
1: Well, yeah. but it's paid off. I was going to so say I, I there's good parts much, about right? having a house, especially a paid yes. off house.
0: Yeah, no, I, I do. It's been a lot easier ever since. Not having that monthly uh, bill for the mortgage, everything got a lot easier after that. I gotta say, because I was just like, it's like, whoa! I really dumped a lot of money into that. Now <laughs> 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 I'm, like, I'm, but... I'm, like, I'm free. I'm like, I'm free. I get the property tax bill on and then I just do the math. And I'm like, no, no, I'm still free.
1: Right. <laughs> it's not so high. Ah, no, I, I can so, plan no, for that. Just, yeah.
0: Well, let's go ahead and let's, uh, let's go. We have, holy crap, we got news. We, we got have pinball actual
1: pinball-related
0: news. Yeah, things have been busy. Uh, one of the first things, this is a couple weeks old, but I thought would make sense for us to start with, is Multimorphic, which has at last announced their head-to-head pinball gameplay. This is head-to-head play over the internet. Now, we knew this was coming because of Cosmic Cart Racing, because that was right. the, that was the promise that was given, and the promise has been delivered. So I do have a link to Multimorphic's announcement about this in the show notes for anyone who wants to go and read it. Apparently, Cosmic Heart Racing is just the first P3 game to have the feature enabled, but they didn't go into a lot of detail at this time in terms of anything like they can they can go back and add, uh, online features to older games, but it did sound very much that Jerry intends to not like shoehorn anything that doesn't make a lot of sense in. So. Obviously, new games can be developed all the time for the system, so other people will be able to take advantage of this because it's not just first-party titles that come out for the Multimorphic uh, platform. Uh, everyone who has the Cosmic Heart Racing Kit uh, has free access. It's not like paid DLC to get this, so they can use it. And they did organize a play, se- uh, a play session on the 23rd of May. And I don't think it was live-streamed. Uh missed opportunity there that would have been an excellent uh opportunity I think to show yes, I think they' yeah. gotten a lot of good positive attention with heist, but this could have gotten some more attention on just the tr- the actualization of what cosmic cart racing was offering uh, that being said, I did read multiple reports from people who participated in the play session who have the s- have the game already, and it sounds like it went really smooth nice so so I think a- it was a it was a good launch for them. And I think people who own Cosmic Kart Racing are pretty happy about it.
1: Yeah, that's a really good option that the P3 has. Uh,
0: Yeah, because, I mean, how many people are going to have more than one P3 in their home to be able to do, like, local LAN play on a game? I just...
1: Who's got that kind of money? Who's got that kind of money to think of It's pinball. It's (laughs) pinball. pinball. People
0: got pinball money everywhere. They're money. They're big dollars. I
1: bought two $10,000 machines. Let's go. (laughs) That's
0: right. Let's go, boys. Well, speaking of going, apparently Jersey Jack Pinball, not to be left behind, has teased an upcoming innovation announcement, Tony. Really? Uh, Yes. They had a teaser trailer uh, that they dropped on Facebook, I believe on the very day. And kudos to them. This was smart. That turtles was announced. Ooh. So good PR that was, move. That was nice. like, hey, 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 don't you forget Stern's not the only one out there, guys. So, um, I have a link to the trailer in the show notes. However, uh, just reading, <laughs> just reading it, I could do very quickly because the words were just, you asked for innovation. We answered everything is about to change. So Talked Tony. On. Yeah, yeah, no, and it had like that epic. It wasn't quite Inception music, but it had pretty epic music. So, Tony, so what do you think? What are what is this? What everything is changing? What What could they mean?
1: They're gonna make affordable machines. (laughs) That laugh! Oh, that's Oh man, I should edit that out, but I won't.
0: (laughs) I won't because people come to us for the truth. Um, yeah, uh, Uh, that was not my thought, but, (laughs) but I, I like where your head's at because I do wish that they were more in my price range. Uh, my initial thought was online connectivity, probably to manifest initially in the ability to download code
1: updates. That I think is a very reasonable guess. I think it would make a lot of sense.
0: And I thought so too, but then I had someone tell now this wasn't a Jersey Jack person. So I don't know where they were getting the information from. If they got it direct from Jersey Jack, or they're speculating, or they think they heard it somewhere. So I don't know if it's true or not. So I'm just I'm reporting this as a rumor. But someone had told me that's not it; that I am wrong. Okay, you are wrong. So that made me try and think of another innovation, and I I couldn't come up with it. Like I might I don't know.
1: With the whole with the whole everything about to change is what makes it so. Um, I mean.
0: I mean, I could get ridiculous and say they're going right. to change the size of the pinball. I mean, that would that's be a pretty that, big change that right, we haven't seen since ridiculous. like the 40s.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. though. It's that's, ridiculous. That's just that dumb.
0: Change no, <laughs> that just dumb. That that should be our new dumb. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's dumb. That just dumb. <laughs> Tony quotes of 2020 to live by. I I don't know anything I, I, else know, pop in your head. Honestly. I mean,
1: when, I, when when I first saw this and I was trying to think of what it could be, other than something like the connectivity and the ability for it to or like have like online leaderboards, something like that, no, nothing jumps out at me because
0: I mean, maybe something hardware like five point one surround in a pen. How Uh, do you do surround in a pen? Exactly. What? But and it's like, why would
1: you? Here's your pen, and then here's two extra speakers. For the longest time, no one even
0: saw the saw the point in doing stereo because you were so close to the speakers. It was like it just came out like mono anyway. Uh, Right. uh, An OLED for the screen. That's overkill, right? That's no point. But is everything?
1: Is that everything is about to change? Maybe everything. It's a horizontal machine instead of a vertical machine. Oh my god, that'd be so horrible!
0: Yeah, I think we gotta go back to your
1: quote for that. One. <laughs> that come, on. come on, come uh, on. I, I I'm, I'm. I have to say, I'm genuinely interested to see. Oh, they got me curious. That they, they is definitely sure. played it right to get me curious because I, I, I'm interested to see what is everything is about to change. Yeah, they're no, going no, back tell- to DMD. alpha numeric screw it they're going alpha they're going alpha numeric they're gonna put out an em that's what it is they're gonna put out an em a modern em there we go Hmm. you heard it here first that's you did you
0: wished you hadn't (laughs) but you you did (laughs) okay well
1: we will have to wait and
0: see uh now on to what has been the big news of the last week in particular, which is Stern Pinball has finally revealed their next pinball machine, and that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Pinball.
1: Best kept secret in Pinball.
0: It is. We love our secrets, especially when they've kept well. So I have a link in the show notes to the This Week in Pinball deep dive article. I Stern has a lot of good photos on their website. I actually prefer how Jeff lays out the photos on This Week in Penball. I don't know. I do like how I, the
1: layout pin- I'm just on yeah. his site more, yeah. but
0: I just, I prefer the way he does it. So that's why I've linked. So people are like, why didn't you link to the Stern sites? Cause I think the Twip site's better about it. So, you know, deal with it, but that's just the way it is. Uh, regardless, uh, go to either place for high quality photos. A uh, quick summary on the game. It is a John Borg design for the layout. Dwight Sullivan is lead on the game rules development. Art was done by Zombie Yeti. Uh, sound lead was Jerry Thompson, and uh, Elliot Eisman was the lead mechanical engineer, and the motion graphics were handled by Joshua Clay and Chuck Ernst. So uh, I guess a quick summary about the game for those that aren't looking at it right now. All three models have uh, three flippers and pop bumpers. It uses uh, the 1987 theme music. It's got 17 different characters that have speech provided for them. Uh, including Mark Silk has voiced, I think, something on the order of like five or six of those characters, including Splinter. And uh, it has the pizza spinning disc, uh, which people might remember from the Daddy's version, though this one is magnetic, all uh, X-Men. The Premium and LE has uh, eight balls in it, which you can have an eight ball multi-ball. The Pro is limited to six balls. It has the turtles van. It's, I believe the van is represented on both games, but on the pro, the premium LE version, the van actually can lock up to four balls. And, uh, there's a glider that kind of sits between the two return ramp lanes on the premium LE. Uh, that glider is a manually controlled diverter, kind of like shadow though it's controlled with the action button in this. the There's a metal piece on the Pro. It is not a diverter. Uh, it just stops the balls in some capacity on the Pro, and it is not user-controlled. Uh, also, on the Premium LE, the pizza disc, it can spin clockwise and counterclockwise. It only spins one way on the Pro. And the uh, Premium LE edition has a crank toy, which kind of resides in the uh, upper right, in the pop bumper section. So... Uh, gameplay wise, uh, Deadflip, Jack Danger with Deadflip streamed twice the last week. Uh, on the reveal day, he streamed the premium. I watched about 30 minutes of that. And then on Friday, he streamed the pro. I went to that. I went to it. I wasn't even there for five minutes. I don't think I saw gameplay while I was on the channel. So I left. So I only have really watched any time on the premium, though. I did watch the part where Dwight Sullivan was walking through the rules with Jack, Uh, One of the the big takeaways that I remember being stressed in this is Stern now has, with this game, launched a co-op mode option. Uh, There's also team play. Uh, There are other modes as well, like there's three versus one. So, you know, if everyone, if we have to play the great Tony, I can team up with my buddies. Yeah, that's exactly
1: how you're doing it. That's what you need to do. That's how I'm doing it.
0: And you caught part of the first stream as well, I believe, towards the
1: end. Yeah, I caught the end just uh, just a ball or two being played and that's it and discussion
0: well discussion is what we are going to have now so, um i've included a photo for us but people can go over to this week can pinball to get some really good uh high quality images of it uh i don't i don't have a lot that i would criticize about the initial look of the game it's uh, from what I saw, it seemed fairly hard. It's a pretty flowy game, which is what I usually associate with John Borg. Uh, what's different is, you know, most of his games as of late have been pretty bash toy heavy, and this is not. Yeah. It seems I mean, is there more oriented even around a really thing? a bad? I don't think there's any bash real bash toy on here at all. No, no. I mean, you've got the, you've got the, the turtle van for a ball lock thing, but it's not. Yeah. It's it seems more like it's about the, like the pizza disc and stuff is right. the, is the highlight. So that's a change up. Um, I don't like the, uh, unified, uh, I call them the Munster target, stand up targets, the lair and April. In the oh, lower yeah. Middle, those are all the single units. So you don't have to actually hit specific letters. I don't, I don't care for that. I think it's like baby's first stand up target.
1: Yeah. I, I can see
0: that. So I, I'd critique that. I, I would have rather seen individual I understand not using drops, but I would have I'd rather have seen individualized standups. Uh I do like that, much like on Jurassic Park, we've got a more than two flipper game on a pro model. It seemed like we went through a huge stretch there after Star Trek, where pro models were only two flippers. So I'm glad to start seeing that because that means we get to deviate from the fan layout. And he put the flipper on the left, the the third flipper. So it kind of reminds me of Tron in that regard, which is a Borg design, which and I, and I I've, heard, I've heard. I've heard that
1: comment a couple other times as well.
0: Yeah. Uh I don't know if the shot is as tight or not. There are a couple there's an inner uh there's an inner orbit there that that flipper is designed to access as well as a ramp. So I think that's pretty interesting. Uh Zombie Yeti did a great job on the art. I don't think that surprises anyone. Uh I liked the look of the animations that I saw on the stream. Uh, It looked like they didn't really run with classic cartoon clips. They did just the custom animation work, and I thought the turtles looked pretty good.
1: Yeah. No, it's definitely uh, acceptable. I Mm -hmm. have no real complaints about the tiny bits I saw. That's the thing is until I actually get a serious time looking at it. uh, But from what I saw, I don't have any real complaints about any of that.
0: Uh, they went with uh, experienced voice talent, and it's it sounded good. I, th- I mean, Mark Silk's a big pinball fan, and I think he does good voice work. It's nice to finally see him in a pinball machine. I don't know. I think this might be his first.
1: Uh, um, I'm not sure.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. We could ask, but we're recording, so we won't. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. The rules seem very well fleshed out. Not too surprising, given how long the game's release has been delayed because of COVID. Um, I, I don't know. It did have a, a use the button to eat the action button to eat pizza it is the, it's like the TIE fighter hurry up in star Wars is what it reminded me of when I saw it. Uh, it, I mean, it's fine. I thought it was, a, it, I that's a use for it. I don't, I don't know if the button has any other purpose on the pro models because there's no diverter to control. So that might just right. be the limit, it to might it. Just which is, which or- is fine
1: one of those other little things.
0: I don't like the diverter being on the action button. To me, that's like the Magna save on sort of rage. I just think it's not the right. I think it should be near the flipper.
1: I've never been a fan of the action button there on the apron. It is not something that I enjoy, especially in sort of rage, but we'll see how it works here. But I, I don't like to take my hands away from the flipper that much.
0: I like it Uh, I, I just not for things that to me make sense for like, – like Sharky Shootout had the post saves near the flipper. Right. And the Magna save on Black Knight is on the right-hand side. So to me, it does not work to have it in the middle, especially as quick as you have to respond. I have been okay with the action button for things like shooting the photon torpedoes in Star Trek. Uh, the walker bombs in Walking Dead. For me, even the t- a TIE fighter, hurry up. I, I get that and where you're making that choice. Are Am I going to go and try and do this thing? And the thing needs to put me at risk of draining if I'm going to do it. I get that. And I like that the light's right there because you do know when your thing's ready. It's much better than the old, like, m- paying attention to an insert to know your smart missile was ready on Daddy's Jurassic Park, for example. Right. Uh, so in that regard, I, there's some things about the action button I like but I don't like it for things that seem to be more appropriate for being placed near the flippers and being able to manually control the diverter, which I'm assuming you can do whenever you want. To me, that's something that should be by the flippers. That's my thought and have the screen tell you that it's there in the, you know, in the intro crawl when you're not playing the game. You know, the
1: You mean when people sit down for the first time to play a game. The first thing they do is not to reach out and touch and make sure there's only, there's more than just the two flipper buttons.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I see I mean I think that's part of the reason why, like on again, to go back to Black Knight sort of Rage, the logic of having the Magna Save on the action button was so you'd know where it was and you'd know when it was ready. The funny thing is, though, is if you've played any other sterns, your normal thing if you're me is, oh look, action button lit hit it. And of course then you just waste your magna save right. on black knight. Because on that. every other game, it's like it does stuff to like like Monsters, for example, the game that came out before Black Knight is like everyone, all the competitive people tell me whenever that thing's glowing blue, you need to smack it and get your like lightning jackpot or whatever. So it's like you just or you hit it all the time or you could use your photon torpedoes all the time if you want to on Star Trek. And then on Black Knight, it's like, oh, there goes your magna save. Good, yep. good job using it while you were in the plunger lane. Still.
1: I definitely did that a couple of and times.
0: I, I, I did it even after I had experience on the game because I'd just go to it and I'd forget and I'd see the light and I'd go, light, bam! <laughs> oh, wait, that's not the boom button from De- Deadpool? Oh. It's not boom. It's more like, wah, wah. Wah. It should make that sound.
1: Now- I have to say, I'm really interested in the compa- in the cooperation mode and the team play and all that. Because I know on TNA, I really enjoy the co-op mode a mm-hmm. lot.
0: I think for a lot of people, that might actually be more than anything he did with the sound, the lights, or the layout. And that might have been Scott's biggest contribution to pinball. Is putting that mode in to a traditional pinball game. And Multimorphic has co-op capabilities uh, as well. I'm less familiar with them right. because I don't have access to a P3, but so well this is not obviously this is not new that Stern has done this. Uh it's it's welcome because uh I think it was a no-brainer that they needed to start doing this. There's a reason why Spooky has kept that as a choice in everything since TNA has come out. Like Alice Cooper Rick and Morty, we can do co-op, right? So I'm glad to see it here because uh, there are a lot of people that I think are really intimidated from uh, on the. They don't want to look stupid playing pinball, and I find that co-op mode is just really welcoming to people. Plus, when you're playing a hard game, it's nice to actually be able to get somewhere
1: in it. Yeah, no, it it, it's definitely, uh, and I think honestly, I think when, I mean, it's been a while, but. Uh, it had gotten to the point that we were playing TNA. If it wasn't in tournament play, we almost always played it co-op anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, given how
0: hard that game is, it's deeply attractive to play it that way. And there are some twists on this co-op mode. So the way it's set up, like if you're a player two and we're playing a four player game, if you earn a multi-ball, the rest of the other players get to experience the multi-ball too. See, that's just awesome. Yeah. I think it's great. I, I love it. I, and, I, and it
1: it it definitely seems to be one of those things that leads it to be uh, as people often talk about the journey pen and the the, the uh, uh, game where you're there for a story if you can work together for completing said modes I think that has a lot of promise. Cuz on, on TNA that's the thing is you're you I mean it's not a it's not a huge fancy story but you're still trying to complete all of the reactors, and it's a lot of fun trying to do it as a team. So we'll mm. see. I've got high hopes for it. Um, I don't know how big of a, a. This is definitely a nostalgia cell machine. I'm not sure how big it is actually, it would actually be, though I can see personally it's a much larger nostalgia draw to me than something like Wonka was but I don't know how well it will be uh, on location because I don't know how big turtles are anymore. I know there's a new turtle show out there, but this one's not based off of that. I don't know how many similarities or anything there is. So
0: Yeah, I I don't know how it'll do on route. Um, Of course, I don't even know what routes are going to look like here. For a while anyway because it's i know a number of arcades have closed yeah i been watching just because of the the impact of, of dealing with the coronavirus uh i think i mean i i did have a conversation today with zach minnie uh flipping out pinball and he did note that uh, preliminary sales have been extremely strong st- stronger than he had for jurassic park so from a home collector perspective this is doing very well i don't know how much of that is the nostalgia and how much of that is like a covid bump where people have just been desperate for a new pen to come out and this is what it is so they're just getting it and they'll just sell it if they get you know something that's more up to their liking later uh which is completely typical behavior in a lot of ways but uh, yeah i just i don't know uh but i i think they i think they really pulled it off uh i for those that grew up quote-unquote, grew up with turtles and now have funds, this was the right way to go with the art. This was the right one to reference. Right. I think. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, the Michael Bay movies would have been the wrong decision no matter what. And so, to me, it was either going to be, you gotta go with the 80s uh, cartoon style, or possibly go with the initial comic style, or go with the original movie style. And I, I think the cartoon was smarter.
1: I, th- I think the cartoon plays, probably plays better too the nostalgia button of those people who can actually afford purchasing pinball machines uh, Mm. because that you're getting them from their childhood. And it had a much bigger draw than the movies ever did. I mean, the movies were popular enough, but it wasn't on the same level.
0: Right. Right. We were just happy to get them.
1: Yeah. (laughs) No matter how weird they were, and go ninja, go ninja go. Go ninja go, ninja go. So, yeah. Now, there was as I recall reading when this was first dropping some drama over this mm. with a lot of images being pulled down, uh a lot of leaks that were getting shut out immediately before the like the day before the actual announcement. Oh uh, uh, yes,
0: yeah, that's a good point. Uh yeah, no, there was, yeah, that was one of the, one of the less fortunate things to happen on the day of the launch or the day before the launch, which, you know, I assume for some people, I mean, I, yeah, I read about it and it, it sour, it soured me some. I, I mean, quite frankly, it's not, it's not a look that I like seeing. Uh, so, um, yeah, a couple instances, uh, Nap Arcade publicly shared the message that they got from, I think his name is Jared Guinez. I apologize if I'm not pronouncing the name right. And uh, we have it here in our notes, so I'll read it real quick. And Jared wrote to the NAP Arcade uh, page manager, who's Jason Knapp, who's been on our show a couple times. Mm-hmm. And he said, hello, if images of TMNT are not removed from your page upon receipt of this message, I will move forward with a legal complaint and copyright infringement report. This will result in a strike on your, on your page and the content being manually removed. This is a request direct from Zach Sharp. Thanks. And then he followed up with a subsequent message that said, my apologies for misspellings as the message was sent before I completed typing it. Um, I don't, I don't know if everyone got the same message or not. I know other people got messages. I did because I remember seeing a post from, Uh, Jeff Patterson with this week in pinball that said content removed. So I did send an email to, to Jeff and I asked him about it. And he wrote back and he said, I was contacted by Stern and I voluntarily took down the posts. So we know that they didn't want the photos out there, but maybe they didn't all get as aggressive as this message to nap arcade sounds, but they clearly were reaching out, uh, about pictures that had been leaked but they were leaked everywhere like i had them in messengers <laughs> you know people were <laughs> dming them uh i think they were up on Penn Side. uh so you you brought up the topic what what are your thoughts on on what happened with with all this it
1: is interesting that i can understand why i understand why they they've got an entire a release plan they've got a release schedule this isn't the first time we've seen these kind of takedown requests not just by stern but by other companies as well for stuff that leaked out early uh, and i can understand the reason why but at the same time it seems kind of a little harsh considering the fact that it was the 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 best kept secret in pinball. I mean, TMNT has been being talked about for more than a year now that it's coming from Stern, uh, and it seems that it is one of those things that, it, while it's understandable from a business point of view, uh, and your plan point of view, it also can kind of come off from a PR point of view as a little heavy-handed when you've already not done anything and had massive issues with your leaks for more than a year.
0: Yeah, I, I, I have to say the 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 dreaded cliche of I agree completely, Tony. It was this was too heavy-handed. Uh, that's that's my issue with it because the main thing to remember in most of these instances, the people sharing these images are enthusiasts. They're enthusiasts. They're excited about the pin. I'm not saying that Stern is wrong, that there isn't an issue with there being a leak. It's on Stern to close their leak and hopefully they can figure out ways to maybe get a better hold of that message. And I I know it's, I know it's hard for them. And I know it's frustrating for them as well that essentially their PR messaging, I imagine they feel like the thunder is being stolen from them when this sort of thing happens. But the thing, there are a couple of things to bear in mind. One is these images were everywhere. So it seems selective when you're going after, I don't know, maybe they contacted everyone, but it didn't seem like they did because they weren't getting them all pulled down from everything. It just like the genie was out of the bottle and it's like, they didn't really recognize that. And then you've got people like, well, like, you know, given he provided the example, the nap arcade page, it's like nap arcade is Done a lot of really positive support for Stern Pinball. They have. I mean, it might not be his goal to promote it, but they get a lot of promotion out of it. Nap Arcade has thousands of followers on that and it is a huge page. Um, and I just, I find it, as you said, heavy handed. And, and I got a couple other. So let me go ahead and give you what I would have done if I were them. I would have rephrased the message, I would have said, I contacted and said, hello. We're reaching out to you because we see you have shared some TMNT photos that were, that were leaked. Uh, under copyright, we would, we would like to request that you take these photos down. If they refuse, then you can respond back and say, okay, well, since you're refusing, it is our intention to take legal action. You still need to convey that you want them taken down for copyright reasons. I think that needed to be in the message, but. You go in and you don't have to say it snidely. You can say, "Look, we these these images were leaked. They're copyrighted. Uh, we we would like you to take them down." And yeah, it the 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 message is still there. You're gonna take them down, right? But you don't have to say you don't have to say it with the immediate threat of legal action. Move forward with a legal. Com- I mean, legal action stuff is very off-putting. I mean, that people lose sleep over that stuff. So that that's where I think that mistake w- was made. On their part. Uh, I'd also like to note, at least in the example, because it's the only one I've read from Nap Arcade. I tried to say it as it was meant to be said. And and Jared did follow up and apologize for the misspellings. This should have been whatever the message was going to be. They've had a leak every single time. Images have always come out as far back as I can remember. They should have already drafted what their message would be. This was embarrassing, the number of errors I saw. You, I mean, you can see it. We have it in our internal notes. You can see how just screwy that message is. It is not well written and it should have been polished and ready to go because that just looked unprofessional. I initially wondered – I didn't know this person's name. When I first saw this, I thought it might have been some rando, some random person just pretending to be with Stern to try and get people to take action because they were trolling and it would amuse them. That was my initial thought. And, uh, final kind of nitpicky point and not to be too snotty about it, but this is a request direct from Zach, Zach Sharp. Uh, no, a direct request from Zach Sharp is a message from Zach Sharp. Sorry.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. You are a
0: secondhand messenger. You do not get to say it is a request direct from Zach. You could say That's the request is from Zach. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be nitpicky about it, but no. Uh, when, when, I mean, when I'm working and Dennis, Third person reference. When Dennis does a direct request, that means I actually went out and did it. Like you hear from me direct. I don't send someone. I don't send a subordinate. Makes sense. Am oh, I being? Am I being? No, silly? no, no. I, I
1: agree with you. I I'm mean, just that, that I'm comes just like, off. That just comes off name dropping. That can't comes off. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. That's comes where. Off, and that just. Well, I, that just well, again. Yeah. That this wasn't polished. It should have been polished ahead of time. You would that think doesn't at this sound point
1: right. with the sheer number of issues Stern has had with this, that they just have a form at this point that just has, <laughs> if images of pinball machine are not taken down, da, 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 so they could just change the what's pinball machine to whatever yeah, yeah. the current machine is. I mean, it should just be all clean and Yeah, and you can there. be like,
0: images of da 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 have appeared on your page. We're writing to inform you that those images are protected under copyright, and we are formally requesting that you remove them. Thank you. Yeah. And then if they're not removed, you have your second follow-up. It says well, we have noticed that it's been 24 hours and your images are still up. It is our intention to take legal action if they are not removed immediately. You know, you go, you, you there's a point where you do go to the legal threat. There is, but opening with it with enthusiasts is just it's not good business. Yeah, in my view that's my view.
1: Well, especially considering it is such a small hobby overall and just how much of the reputation and word of mouth and and, and you could actually having direct input with the hobbyist on a much tighter level than you do in a lot of other hobbies, it looks bad. It just looks bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it it took some fun out of the day. I I but I I do sympathize with Stern. That I understand that they're frustrated. Yeah, I just I hope that they learn from this to improve the messaging, and yeah, it can be iterative. I think people will forgive this. It just
1: oh but, yeah, I don't think there's anything that's the here that's like unforgivable. No, but you know, it's it's
0: sou- it soured it for a number of people just uh, the way it was, and yeah, that's unfortunate. So I, yeah,
1: but it but hey yeah
0: it's a learning process
1: it's a learning process well that wasn't the only uh, bit of drama coming out in the same general time frame uh, there was some drama going on on the pinball enthusiast Facebook group uh, where a thread about tmNt uh, started by Zach many of flipping out pinball uh, turned into a um, free-for-all argument between himself and supporters and Jack Danger and Jack supporters to the point where the thread was closed and surprisingly uh, yes. not deleted, in all honesty, uh, because it had been closed by the time I saw it because it's not... I don't spend a lot of time on the social medias, so I didn't get catch it until long after it had happened but uh it was a surprising amount of of anger and lashing out back and forth on both uh sides for such large names in the hobby to be actively attacking each other in public like that
0: yeah that was that was pretty unfortunate to see as well uh i did go back and and look at the pinball enthusiasts uh thread and as you noted it was locked at the time of its locking uh, and I don't know how long it ran before it was locked it seemed like it ran for a really long time I'm, I'm a little surprised that the moderators were that loose with it uh, but um, that it was in total there were 203 comments to that post and uh, of that there were actually 87 replies to the initial and I think it was the very first comment was from Jack Danger and I, I so I see that the initial post from Zach Minnie said "woohoo order today," and then it had like a image of uh, regarding turtles to order turtle turtle pinball. And Jack responded, "Imagine crapping on someone trying to make money to keep their business afloat, then posting this the next day." Now you might not. I know what that's a reference to.
1: I had no idea. Okay. I, I mean, I know now because it's been explained to me, but originally right. when so, I found it, I had no earthly idea.
0: So as a, I guess to explain to the listeners, cause they may not know is on another show, which I do co-host with Zach Minnie, uh, called this, uh, excuse me, uh, the pinball show the, he had a mar- He has a market trend segment. And in that segment, he talked about how Jack Winnery of Jersey Jack pinball donated a the twippy award one of the twippy awards that wonka won Willy wonka and the chocolate factory but, uh, to the proprietor of jack bar which is an arcade i believe in new york and so that he could auction it to raise funds because the arcade has been shut down because of coronavirus zach was taking issue or tried to at least in the episode take issue with the fact that Jack, instead of le- giving the award, like that was a team award to the people who designed Wonka. Zach's opinion was that award should have been kept with Jersey Jack pinball and they should have donated something else instead. Uh, and he and I had a whole discussion because I didn't agree with Zach's perspective on it. But the sometime after I don't remember if it was the next day or what, but sometime after it, John, the proprietor of Jack Bar. Came out publicly and including on, I believe it was on Pinball Enthusiasts and, you know, he criticized Zach's opinion on that and was like, and felt like Jack Barr had been attacked would be how I would describe it. So that's what that, that reference is about. And I, I believe John and, and Zach, you know, started corresponding after the fact, because I'm I, I, st- I mean, my part of it, I stand by my statements on it and I didn't think Jack Bar did anything wrong. I don't think Zach thought Jack Bar had done anything either, but, you know, his focus was more about, he really felt strongly about the award. I really don't care. Of course, it's not my award. So, um, but anyway, so there was a a sense that it's like, oh, okay, well, it, it came across to some, at least that it was a criticism of Jack Bar And I don't think that was Zach's intent. Um, Nonetheless, this resulted in a lot of discussion. So that's what Jack's referencing in this thread. I guess you, and I, maybe some full disclosure. I know, you know, we had Jack on years ago as a yeah. guest host. I know you really enjoyed having him on. You and him talked quite a bit on that episode. I had audio issues. So most of my comments had to be edited out because they were never recorded. Unfortunate. Um and you're also, you know, full disclosure, you're not the biggest uh fan of Zach Minnie and how he uh performs on podcasts. I you th- is that a fair? I don't I don't that's think fair?
1: that's a uh unknown item.
0: Yeah, you've been you've you've always you know, his kind of the showmanshipy style does not sit well with your more grounded down to earth approach. Is that
1: you think that's I, I think that is a very so, good way to put it.
0: So with uh, with those sort of, I guess, uh biases or declared out there, uh you you mentioned all this thread. What were your thoughts when you saw it?
1: I thought it made pretty much just the pinball media is like us and them and everybody involved. It just looks bad. It looked really bad to see sides forming and that kind of back and forth going. Uh, Just period. Uh, I wasn't, I was not, I mean, it started out bad. And then as more people piled on, it just got worse. And as more accusations went out, there, 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 it seems like it's one of those things where there's obviously a lot more to it than just that. It, that was not the, the stage one of that round of conversations. And it's just something that I thought overall looked bad for everybody involved.
0: Yeah. I'm actually, and, I'm not super familiar with the rules on pinball enthusiasts. I'm really surprised it was allowed to go that far because when it got, when the thread got closed, there was a notation that I'm, like, it sounded like a moderator had been monitoring it. And I'm I'm afterwards. I'm like, and this was all okay. Yeah. I, I was a little surprised about that. I mean, yeah, I it's mean, their, it's their forum. They run it, they run it how they see fit. But I was, I was surprised.
1: It seemed like the kind of, I mean, I, I I'm a member of a lot of forums that would have, crushed and trashed that kind of thing long before it got as far as it did. Uh,
0: I will say that I felt that Jack coming into a thread about TMNT and v- vaguely referencing this Jack Bar thing, because this comment, as I quoted, didn't name it. Right. That that was, I did not view that as a professional move.
1: And I'll, I'll, when- I'll agree with you that 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 came off. Because, I mean, Jack's like trying to sell
0: refer- Stern pinball machines. Jack's getting ready to even promoted that he was going to be streaming the game later in the thread. So it's like, I thought, aren't we all on the same... I mean, we being them, not me, because I'm not involved with any of this. But it's like, aren't we all on the same team? Isn't this supposed to be a day to celebrate Stern's new release? And then there's this this thing with the legal threats on the photos going on. And then there's this as well. And it's like, this doesn't... It's just, it leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Uh, I noticed in that set of threads that John with Jack Bar came in and said that he didn't want any of this. He didn't agree with any of this and, and didn't think that Zach's business deserved to be criticized in this regard. So that tells me that Jack didn't discuss this with John. He just went off and did it. And I just thought, what, what's going on here?
1: Yeah. That I, it's is- like that's one of those things. It definitely seems like something that should have been handled behind closed doors. If somebody was upset about something uh, enough to have said something like that. Otherwise it seems like one of those things that was just trying to score points uh, Mm. as it were. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. I,
0: I agree with you that I, at this, I mean, I don't know how, how deep, Everything exactly must be, you know, in terms of whatever their internal difference, internal, (laughs) whatever their private differences are. But it sounds like Jack and Zach need to have a conversation about whatever it is. They don't have to like each other, but it would be ideal for them to both get to a place where they can live with each other. Not literally. <laughs> I'm not asking them to move in. That would be a very odd couple sort of situation. <laughs> but, but I mean, I, I saw Zach's wife had weighed in and they indicated that they've tried to reach out and, and Jack's not responding except on social media. And I just don't think social media is the right place. I mean, they can use messenger or what, you know, DM or whatnot, but I don't think publicly, whatever this is, publicly is not the place to talk about it.
1: Right. And I think you're right. And,
0: and I think all it did, all that, did was hurt pinball i think that's all that did i think that's what most drama in this hobby does is just hurt this hobby and i know people just can't seem to help it sometimes but trolling is not trolling is not healthy it is not a healthy activity
1: no but it seems to be what is becoming more and more common in I was gonna say in pinball, but you know what? It just seems to be coming more and more common. Period. Well, we see it all. We see it all the time
0: in video games. We right. I mean, we know this isn't unique to to pinball. I think the difference that I I find in pinball versus video games is the reason why trolling so I guess effective in video games is you don't know the trolls here in pinball. Th- the, everyone like knows everyone else if you say i mean you saying what you're saying on this episode that's gonna go around zach's gonna hear about it jack's gonna hear about it it's just, oh yeah. that's how it is um, i know and and th- and our names are known people are gonna know well this is what tony said this is what <sighs> dennis said and that's what my like, dog said so, and that's what the dog said and the thing is normally with that people tend to be more cautious i think you know i don't know i think we're being pretty fair in our discussion here and part of that is probably knowing that people will know who we are and they will judge what we say yeah so we try and exercise a degree of professionalism when it comes up these sort of fights on in these pinball groups it doesn't it doesn't look good does not look good not at that, all that was a thread about sales of turtles what's jack Bar jack didn't have anything to do with it it was weird to see. It was weird for it to be allowed to continue. And I will, I just hope that people can somehow find a way to move past it. No, you know, people aren't going to like everyone in this hobby.
1: I, oh, there no. are plenty no, of no.
0: people I hate in this hobby. You don't see me name dropping them and, and trying to make a thing of it. I just ignore them. I try and leave. I just try and stay away from them. And that's how it is. Now, privately, yeah, ask me, and I'm more than happy to tell you who
1: I despise in this hobby, but I won't do it publicly. Or I try not to.
0: I don't know. We'll see if I lose my temper. We'll
1: see. We'll see how things, we'll see how things go after this episode
0: eh, comes You know, out. when you've got the rage, when you've got the rage, uh, people, you know, they can lash out. But, the, you know, the thing was the Jack Bar thing had come up in the earlier day, and that would be, that thread would have been where that fight would have made the most sense. But it didn't happen right. in that thread. It happened in a turtle sail thread. That's what's weird.
1: Yeah, no. And and that and you know what it it would probably be a lot less weird if it had happened in a thread that was mm. about the exact thing because well, otherwise everyone, that's it just, where
0: that's when your blood's up it's right like, right when that happened when John posted and gave his reaction to the I completely understand why there are people raging at each other in that discussion yeah I totally I get it This seems more
1: it. like a, a a more like a targeted hit because yeah, you it's picked picking a, a fight instead of. It being in the moment and in the thread where the conversation—it's uh, like taking a conversation out of one thread, picking it up and it going, oh, this this person posting in this other thread now. I'm going to go hit them back with what they did, what they said, and something else. Just mm-hmm. tracking them down and yeah, no,
0: yeah, it just—and that's where that's where I poor. use it. it
1: yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah, that's where it I, looks I use the term. Poor not on professional. the people involved. It, it looks poor on on the hobby. It looks Well, well and that's
0: that's the thing. Bo- both both uh, both these individuals make their living with pinball,
1: which you would think would make them more concerned about their images.
0: I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I yes, I agree. But
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It it's so it's pinball's weird. weird. Yeah, I I it's mean, weird. Uh,
0: I mean, I would, I wouldn't, I would normally, and I don't know, I, but I'd normally had thought that after this, just because of all the attention it got, that Stern Pinball would be reaching out to both of them to try and, because I mean, they both advocate for the same company. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, Zach sells a ton of Stern pinball machines, and I, as far back as like The Walking Dead, I think every major gameplay reveal for Stern has been hosted by uh, Jack Danger.
1: Right, so they're on the same team. Yeah, you would think. You would think that would be more of their driving concern uh, than whatever else it is.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe it, maybe things will work out in the future. We can only hope. We'll just have to wait and see. Sorry, I keep doing my Craig Bobby impression. I can't uh, help it. I've heard him so much. It's just
1: like so. Heard him
0: so yeah. much. <sighs>
1: So can we segue we the got, happiness now? We'll yeah, we've still got
0: more pinball. More pinballs. But, hap- but happy pinball. Um, we had someone writing. I don't usually quote emails. I usually just respond to them. But this, I figured, would be a good discussion. So we had Sean uh, Ledgerwood. He wrote into the EGP email address, EclecticGamers at uh, – excuse me, podcast at gmail.com. And he said, hi, Dennis slash Tony. Faithful listener, and I have been follow and I have followed the story of Tony getting his grail pin, etc. Have been a little surprised he's not talked about it more on the show, as in how he enjoying how he's enjoying it, what he likes about it, is it what he thought, etc. But my real related question is about quote grail pins and what that really means. For example, my grail pin was Lord of the Rings. I was fortunate enough to get one, love it, never leaving. But Being human, two months later, I had a new grail pin thought. Are grail pins really grail or just a series of goals to get what you want? Am I just greedy or does this be, does this, or does everyone behave the same and not be satisfied? Would, would like to know your thoughts on this. Sean, P.S. Don't judge me because I am friends with David Dennis, which is undoubtedly directed at you, Tony, because David is the one who always calls you a serial killer. Yeah. For people who need the context. That's Uh, the context.
1: context. Even in the even even in the comment on on the the uh, uh, this weekend pinballs media. Oh, the promoter promoter database. database. Yeah, Mm. so we had
0: an area. If David Dennis is listening, we had an area player write in on one of our our kind of private Discord channels that we have for the KC competitive scene, and he's like, "Who's this guy who's calling Tony a murderer?" (laughs) <laughs> it's just like, so David, it's not resonating with everyone. It's a little too inside baseball for most people. So that being said, let's open with the not real question, but the question he opened with, he wants to know a little bit about uh, what you think about Capus Queen now that you've had time with it. More time with it.
1: I still enjoy it a lot. I'm glad uh, to have it. It is a game that being an EM, it's not got some kind of giant journey deep uh, a rule set like you'd see on more modern games, but it's fun. Uh, it's still more difficult than you would think. Uh, there's one shot in particular that I've still not managed to, uh, get, which involves, uh, lighting all six of the, uh, the, 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 there's six targets on the, on, on the machine, uh, and, and they're scattered throughout the playfield, And they're field, scattered right? throughout the playfield. But when when you light one, two, and three, it opens a diverter that uh, if you go down the right out lane, it'll drop it back into the ball trough. Mm-hmm. But when it does that, the diverter closes and they unlight.
0: Oh, so you don't want it. It's like you get your ball back, but you lose all your progress. Right.
1: And, if you, and when you light four and five, and you don't have to have one, two, and three. You can just light four and five. It opens a gate, which if you put the ball through is 300 points and it feeds back to the ball trough. And then there's also six where if you hit six, it opens another gate at the top of the play field and you go through it and it's 300 points and you go back to the ball trough. So that's where the, that's where the points are. But if you light all of them without going through any of them, it lights, it lights the special on the left out lane. And I have, as of yet, to light all of them and go down the out left outlane. Uh, um, well,
0: it sounds really hard.
1: Yeah. It, it's, it's a, a little difficult. Uh, I can get them kind of reliably lit. The problem is, is you have to start over. If you hit any of the, if you hit any of the shots or you hit the right outlane, you have to start over because everything you have to relight everything, but it's, um, I could pretty reliably get them all lit. I just never seem to make it down that left out lane. It always goes somewhere else. Uh, but it's still a fun game. And when I first played this game, he was asking about what made this my grail and what, what drew me to it. And I've talked about it before. And it's a game that when I first played it, I hated it. Absolutely. And the more I played it, the more I enjoyed it. Why? Because I like the mushroom pops, uh, I I kinda would like to see Mushroom Pops return, uh because I enjoy them. Uh I like how it's laid out and how it plays back and forth. Uh and I like the different shots you can you can go for. Uh like I said, it's not a super deep game, but it's a lot of fun. And if you get dialed in just right, and I've had a couple games where I've gotten the shot dialed in just right, where I could actually Fling the ball off the right flipper. Go through and light six. Have the gate pop open and have it going just right. That if the exact same shot, I would light six. And it would go up and it would kick around and go straight through the gate. 300 points. Six would shut down. Relaunch the ball. And do it again. Just keep. Every once in a while, I'll get it right. I can get it like that one shot like three, four times in a row. But then I'll lose it because it is the little short flippers and everything's not sitting just right and you don't hit it just perfectly you can't do it. So it's that game where it's fun to do the shots and everything I go for on that on, on on that game is less of oh I'm just trying to get massive points and more this I'm going for something very specific. It's getting I find that it's actually helping me uh shoot better at aiming. Uh, it is not helping me with, uh, catching and shooting because with the tiny little flippers, that's not really much of a thing I can catch occasionally, but less often than I would like. Uh, but it's definitely, I'm still having a lot of fun. I put five games on it Friday night. Uh, I didn't play it at all yesterday. But, yeah, Friday night I came home from work and I sit, and I was sitting there and I just fired it up and put another five games on her. And it, it, it's still deeply enjoyable. Um, having Being an EM, it doesn't have, you know, since it doesn't have all the wizard modes, it's not like I have the goals that way to go for. But I'm real happy with it. I'm glad I have it. Uh, on to the other question about what is a grail pen. I think, and the reason I had originally designated that the machine as my grail pin is A, a lot of it had nothing to do about the machine itself, and it had everything to do about how I felt about the machine and my conversion from disliking the machine to loving the machine over the course of a weekend, over the course of a weekend at a pinball, at a pinball tournament, (laughs) <laughs> at, at, at Texas everything put together made that pin special to me compared to all of the pins we played that entire weekend and we played hundreds of pins that weekend that was the one that st- stuck in my head that's the one that I that now years later I can still remember going back to that machine again and again and again after the tournament was over and when it was just in the open free play section and For those reasons, that machine, to me, became something special. It'd be kind of like, I know some people have, have, I've talked to people in the past who it's like, oh, when I was growing up, they had, you know, the local pizza place had a single pinball machine, and that was the machine I played for years, because it was the only machine they had. So it has a special place in their heart due due to that. And that's what it is to me with Campus Queen it has a special place in my heart due to where I first played it, the way my thoughts changed about it over the the course of the weekend, and the hilarity to me that it's called Campus Queen and it has all of these images on it of these college students, and I'm 41 and they still look like they're 10 years older than me, so <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> well, Campus was different back then <laughs>
1: it was a lot harder life back then yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah that that's the thing i think when it comes but but to the grail pen question i i think it's perfectly acceptable for someone to have a new grail pen once they get one or if they if they dislike i think it's i think think a grail pin something or a grail anything is something that some people just don't have or some people do i know i mean some people have it for a car it's just it's something that it's your goal it's what you want it, it, it's something that has special meaning to you for whatever reason because uh my favorite machine of all time is attack from mars but I would love to have an attack from Mars, but I don't consider it a grail machine because it's not something that I think would be, that would be a terribly hard to get if I, you know, had the money for it and was willing to spend the money on it. And B it's not something that even though it's my favorite game to play, it doesn't have the exact same kind of ties into my, being in my persona that campus queen forged over that weekend
0: yeah my take on the on the grail question is uh that i think that it's a series i go with a series of goals argument that sean presented i think i always think back to what that you know we say the term grail and sort of the i guess entomology of that word or in this case like what When we say grail, we're talking about the Holy Grail. We're thinking about uh, King Arthur and Knights of the Round Table. And I think it's important to remember that that was the grail quest. It's about the quest. It's not about the object. So for me, yes, it's completely normal for you to go about, get a grail, and then set yourself for a new grail quest. That said, it's also completely possible for someone to go on their quest, like Percival, get their grail, and then that's it. You have, to, to quote from uh, Mel Gibson's character in The Patriot, I have run my course. There's no new quest. You don't want to go on another quest. You're done questing. So it's a question about you know how that approach is. I have seen people on Pinside, for example, who have said that they have, in their view, built the perfect collection for them. They have every game that they want. They're done questing. They, they might still be in the hobby. They might still be into pinball. But their acquisition process is no longer there they're done they'll experience new games and different games at shows and stuff so in that regard i think it's completely normal to change your quest i but that's what i did so i wanted an eight ball deluxe style game so i went on a quest for like am i gonna get eight ball deluxe le am i gonna get bad girls am i gonna get sharky shootout i ended up finding a sharky shootout got it owned it played it sold it i'm that quest is done I'm not after an Ape Ball Deluxe or Bad Girls at this stage. I had my experience with the layout and I'm done with it. So, a new quest would be like I want a Lord of the Rings. So that's sort of a, that could be seen as a grail pin, but I put like why is it so hard? They're up for sale all the time. I have rules about how much I'm willing to pay. That's what makes my quest challenging is I won't pay the normal going rate right for one. So, what am I going to do about it? Uh, or how I, I kind of quested for a good deal on a walking dead and I finally got one and I was happy. And, but that quest is done now. So while that game might stay in my lineup, I might choose to quest for something new and give up. Like I might say, all right, I've had enough time with super orbit and I'll let super orbit go and then I'll go on a new quest for that to fill that spot. So that's just sort of how I see it. But
1: now it's interesting <clears throat> the differences in the way people see. What is or isn't, and what would count as a grail? I said like, because because just to continue a little bit with a little bit of an extra example, because it crossed my mind while I was while while you were talking. The I talked about how campus queen was my grail because of the emotional connection, and it got me to thinking. Like I remember playing video games with my dad and my mom and the video game we played the most often, the one I have the strongest connection to with them would be Burger Time because we used to play Burger Time a lot on our Intellivision when I was very young and the truth of the matter is though is I wouldn't consider like an Intellivision, I have no interest, or even a a uh, Burger Time arcade machine. I mean, it'd be. It's like I, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I wouldn't turn one down if I had a good deal on one. If I had a good chance, but it's not something that I would actively seek out. But I have very fond memories of going with my grandparents to an arcade that used to be uh, in Olathe and playing the set down Star Wars game. Mm. And I have very fond memories of going camping, and we always, uh, one of the places we went camping to all the time uh, had an arcade uh, at the campsite, and they had a they had a whole bunch of, this was in the early 90s, but they had a whole bunch ah. of 80s uh, arcade machines there. And the one that I remember playing the absolute most was a cocktail table missile command. And the set-down Star Wars because of the the tie to my grandfather uh, and my grandmother and then all the time I put on that cocktail missile command have a stronger tie to me. So that's something that I would be willing to hunt down uh, if I ever get enough p- space to be able to actually put stuff like that and something that I could seek be considering a grail. Like right now, I cannot think of a single pinball machine that I would call a grail machine that I would go after at this point. My. Because nothing has that kind of emotional attachment. Because for me, I feel more like I need an emotional attachment to consider something a grail than just a, I like this. I mean, because if I like something, I'll get it because I like it. But that doesn't have this, to me, that doesn't have the same connotation uh, for something ah. to be a grail. Need a grail to make the dog stop barking. That's what I need. Oh, uh, uh, for something to be a to to be what I would consider a grail pen or a grail anything requires that deeper emotional connection.
0: Okay, yeah, I I get that. I get that logic. Makes sense. Well. We'll have one more pinball thing and then we'll move on to video games and that is we have to bring back the hit game Build-A-Bank. Build-A-Bank, people, Build people a want Bank. Build a Bank. Build a Bank It's like Build a Bear, but Now bank. here's
1: the question, do I make the choices that I know are the meta choices so I have a real chance to win? Oh. Or do I make the choices that are true to who I <laughs> am in my soul? I don't know. I don't know. For those that are
0: not familiar with Build a Bank, it's very simple. I have a set of game ranges uh, from the pin side Top 100. Well, it was beyond the Top 100, but that's what we call it. And I've got random.org loaded up. I'll be putting these list of... Generally, it's a list of 10 games, and uh, depending on ties. And I throw that in, and then we're going to randomly have four of those chosen as selectable and then we trade off on who chooses first and then who gets to pick second. Uh, you can't pick the same game and we build a bank of six machines and then up on Facebook we'll put up a poll where people will get to vote for who built the better game bank. Now, uh this time we're going to be we're going to move up 10 in all categories. So that means we're going to pick uh side top 11 through 20, 61 through 70, 111 through 120, 161 through 170. 211 through 220, and then on the EM list, 11 through 20. And I picked first last time, so you're going to pick first this time. Makes sense. All right, and we we'll, and we trade off. So for those that didn't know, so so people know what the pool of games are on the 11 to 20. When I took the snapshot from Pinside, is, which was a couple of days ago, uh, is this list, and this is the order uh, that they were ranked in: Deadpool. Indiana Jones, The Pinball Adventure, ACDC, The Addams Family, Star Trek, The Stern Version, Star Trek, The Next Generation, Tales of the Arabian Nights, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Spider-Man, The Stern Version, and Dialed In. Okay. So I'm going to do click the randomize button. The choices according to randomize that we can pick from are Spider-Man, ACDC, The Addams Family, and Indiana Jones, The Pinball Adventure. And you get to pick first, Tony. Which of those four is your first for the bank?
1: Well, this is actually a little hard. But only a little. But I'm going to go, of these See, I enjoy all of these games.
0: Well, they are all really high ranks. So, <laughs> I mean, come, so that's not surprising. So. No, none, of the, none of these are turd tier.
1: Yeah, none, none of them are turd tier. I, I think I am going to go with Adam's Family because I think it's the one that I would put quarters in the most often. If all four of these were setting in a row, I would probably play all of them multiple times. But I think I'm probably end up going back to Adam's Family most often.
0: Okay. Well, you have done very well on Adam's Family competitively quite a bit. It has carried you through on a number of tournaments that I can recall. Uh, It is a deeply popular game. I will go with ACDC. And the reason I'm going to go with that is is it's not my favorite Steve Ritchie layout, but it is really high up there. It's a great flow game. I actually like the music, so I enjoy that. It's really challenging. Uh, it's the pinball machine I associate with from 2012 that, quote unquote, brought pinball back. That this was the game that launched, or or at least just for coincidence of timing, was the sign that pinball was back and it was going to grow as a hobby. Uh, 2012 was actually the year, though I didn't know about this game at the time, that I got my first pinball machine. So for all of those reasons, I'm going to go ahead and go with ACDs.
1: That's a good pick. It, it probably would have been my number two because I enjoy that game a lot as well.
0: So. my number two would have probably been spider-man
1: that would have been my number three which is another steve
0: richie yeah. so
1: i was getting my steve richie inside gotta get you gotta get your richie on
0: okay i'll be picking first this next go but this is the uh 61st through 70th game ranking list the choices are alien monsters ripley's believe it or not tales from the crypt stargazer elvira and the party monsters centaur World Cup soccer, Oktoberfest, and Roadshow. And I shouldn't have said those are the choices. I should say that's the initial say, pool. Like,
1: that's that's the initial pool. Yeah, that's the initial. Sorry. Okay.
0: All right. So now I've clicked. So my randomizer says our choices are Monsters, Alien, Tales from the Crypt, and Roadshow.
1: Roadshow. <laughs> Roadshow.
0: Oh my god! It should be
1: way higher ranked than that.
0: Well, here's my problem. I hate Roadshow.
1: I know you're going to pick Roadshow. It's your favorite game.
0: I no. I hate Roadshow. Roadshow, Roadshow will probably body. be last. I can't recall ever having played Tales from the Crypt. Maybe I have played it once. I don't. I have no memory of it. Um, Monsters. I've played a lot of. I don't yeah. really like very much. Alien. I've not played a lot of, and I didn't like it very much. So you see, I but you love like, the
1: theme, I,
0: and so that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to seriously. Go with Alien. Yes. You're really wide take Alien? Uh, yes, because I ju- I I know like I didn't care for Alien when I played it. I thought the shots felt a little off, but it wasn't horrid. I loved the theme integration. It's a wide body and I, I I don't I don't care for that, but I know I don't care for monsters and I absolutely don't like Roadshow, which is another wide body. And I just I I can't I know nothing about Tales from the Crypt. So it's like based off a of theme and I think that the rule the rules in Alien, Joe Schober's rules, those are good. So I can say unequivocally that the rules are solid for Alien, even if the layout's not the best thing. But hey, we're in 61st to 70th. They can't all be winners. <laughs> it's probably gonna just be broken in my lineup because it's highway pinball, but I'm going with Alien.
1: Wow. Um I did not I knew you loved See, the theme, but I didn't think you would actually go with Alien.
0: What'd you think I was gonna
1: go with? Honestly, I figured you'd go with monsters.
0: Mm,
1: it's just I, fi- I figured that I feel
0: nothing with it. I just like I don't hate it, but I just I feel well the, I don't like thing, it. I feel I, nothing. I,
1: I, I assumed feeling nothing about it would still rank it higher for you than any of these other machines.
0: Alien. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, 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 I understand, but but the, at the but at the same time, you're always you've always been you've always been the theme. Doesn't matter guy
0: no i mean I, you told me these four games are for sale i tell you i'm not buying any of them But well yeah hey, no i wouldn't i, no, I would buy to any pick. of them
1: either and i actively like one of these games and i still wouldn't buy any of these games if they were available <laughs> so. i don't know
0: so given that maybe maybe i'm just picking it because i think that people will be like oh that's unique let's vote for
1: dennis maybe that's the reason <laughs> No, I think you're picking on theme. That's what it is, and there's nothing no. wrong with picking on theme. You're being. I don't know.
0: It may be a mistake. I've heard Tales is really good, especially it's got a Chad H. Code update that I could have, li- but I just don't. I don't know it. Right? So
1: I- no, and I understand. That, that's the same thing. I don't think I've ever played that game. I don't no, think I've no ever played it. Um. So,
0: what are you picking, Tony? Though I'm, I'm going to sure go I with I the
1: only one that I actively and with like in this in this lineup, which is Roadshow, and Good, saying I already put your name actively on it. like is it's perfectly. It's Friday, yeah. It, it's per, it's Friday. It's perfectly fine. It is a game. It is the only game other than Tales from the Tales from the Crypt because I don't know that one that I would put quarters in without you know it being somebody like, hey, let's play this, okay or being required to in tournament play. But yeah, no, it, 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 it is the only real choice for me here.
0: And it's got some fans. So
1: I may be, I may be behind the eight ball at this point. I, mean, I said know. it's, it's an enjoyable enough game. As long as you don't have the shaker motor set too hard and have it in the wrong place and it shakes an entire building. But, I don't
0: think it gets <laughs> turned down any quieter than shakes an entire building. I think that's one of the things that's part one of, one of the mysteries that's of road show,
1: the mystery of road show. But yeah,
0: all right. Okay. Well, uh our our third pool, which you will get to pick first from, uh is the 111th through 120th solid state games. And so here's the initial list before the sorting. Who done it? NBA Fastbreak, Space Shuttle, Black Rose, Batman Forever, Mystery Castle, Sorcerer, Corvette, Junkyard and Mustang. So I'm going to click randomize. And it says the four that we can pick from are Corvette, Sorcerer, Space Shuttle, and NBA Fastbreak. And you get to pick first.
1: Let's see. If I recall right, Corvette's the one with the engine that you shoot the ball into the engine and it rocks back and forth. Uh, I think so.
0: I. Th- I thought that was Indianapolis five hundred, so now I feel bad. Now I'm gonna I, I do have IPDB loaded, so let me take a look. Um to to be sure. Nope, you're right. Okay. I only remember the little cars that race on the right by the shooter lane area.
1: Yeah, yeah. For me for me it's for whatever reason it's from playing it at Texas, I think. I remember the engine. Okay. The the the, the engine that rocks back and forth when you shoot into it. And the other one I'm trying to remember for sure is Space Shuttle. I want to make sure I'm not getting this backwards with Space Station. Hmm. You're probably more familiar with Space Station. That's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm thinking it's... That's why I wanted to look to be sure. Well... I'm, I, I'm assuming it's the 84 Williams Space Shuttle? Yes, yes, Instead of the 77 Sega or the 80 Zachariah? Right,
0: right, right, or the Zachariah one. No, 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 this is, yeah, this is the this is the one. Yes, okay. The Williams one. Yeah,
1: it's the Williams one, so. Okay, look at the play field. Yeah, that's the one I thought it was. No, it, the one I was thinking of was Space Station. So, hmm, this, as always, when we get to these Farther out games is where it starts getting more difficult to uh, make the decision. I can tell you one for sure that is not going to be on my list, and that's going to be NBA Fast Break. I'm not a huge fan. It's Mm. not a terrible game. I'm not saying that. I'm just not a huge fan of it. Firefly and Sorcerer. Okay, I ha- okay, I do recognize Sorcerer. I have played yeah. Sorcerer. It's got the cool back glass. Hmm, real tough. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Corvette, though. I can see where I, th- I think a lot of people would probably consider Sorcerer the correct answer. I think I'm going to go with Corvette because it's the one I have more memories of which means I've either played it a lot more or it has a much stronger tie to me. So, yeah.
0: Okay. I am going to go with space shuttle, the game that saved Williams pinball division. Maybe it will save me now.
1: It's
0: got the molded plastic. It's got voice stuff, uh, uh, I don't know it's not my f- favorite layout, but it's got some interesting challenge to it it's I think not, it's it's not bad I think it's well integrated but i i mean all of these i think were pretty well integrated the four uh sorcerer my pro i i thought about sorcerer uh my issue is unless you do like modifications it's a bit of a one trick in terms of how you are to play it
1: right um
0: and like you, I'm not enamored with NBA Fast Break. And you took Corvette, so I couldn't consider that. Yeah. One, so.
1: Yeah, no, I, because my thought was with the space shuttle. I was thinking about its Space Station is the one. Is the is the one I like.
0: Yeah. No. No.
1: Space Station uh, would have been an easy pick. Yeah. One.
0: I. I really. That, like that's it. why it's I weird.
1: had to check because I'm like I just wanted to be sure that I wasn't remembering the wrong machine because that would be mm. sad.
0: Okay. Well, our next category is the 161st through 170th, and I'll be picking first. And here's the initial pool is Transporter the Rescue, Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines, Fireball Classic, Robo War, Blackout, Class of 1812, No Fear Dangerous Sports, Grand Lizard, Nine Ball, and Embryon. So clicking Ooh. randomize now. The choices will be Blackout, Terminator 3, Embryon, and Fireball Classic. Okay, well, That's, given those that four- That is a
1: kind of tough lineup.
0: Given those four, I'm going with Terminator 3 for my pick. Uh, Steve Ritchie design again, so now I've ended up with the second one. I actually like T3 better than T2. I think the rules are better. I really like the RPG feature in the back box. I think it's fun. And you get to access it quite a bit. Yeah, he does tell you to shoot here and here a lot, which is tiresome. But I don't think I've played Blackout. I uh, I never cared for Embryon. And, uh, I mean, Fireball Classic is okay. But I've never loved Fireball. So, it's like, this is the only one of the four that I, re- I actually would say I like.
1: The best thing about Embryon is that back glass.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe that's the strength that you need.
1: But... Of these three, I would agree with you. If it was an available choice for me, I would have taken uh, Terminator Three. Unlike last time, I don't really have a theme going. Well, I guess I kind of got a minor tra- travel theme going. Mm. I don't know. I got kind of you got to kind of stretch for it. Got to kind of stretch for it to make it work. Uh, Fireball Classic. Hmm. Tough choices. (sighs) Thinking, I think it's Fireball, the original, or Fireball 2 that had the zipper flippers?
0: Uh, the original.
1: The The original had zippers. This is classic. This isn't the one with the zippers. This is that. think, that's this yeah. is like a re-release rebuild modernization thing, isn't it? a solid state remake. yep
0: right right yeah they they went in and uh, it had similar art. They did a few rules changes and there were no zipper flippers on it.
1: Yeah they went they went with three inch flippers instead. right. Okay. well, given that, I think I'm gonna go with Embryon because the art's awesome.
0: All right. Fifth round. You get to pick first. This is the 211th through 220th best games according to side of the solid state type. And so, you know, here is what the initial pool of them is. Um, uh, did I even? Oops. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was in the process of also pasting it into my, uh, randomizer and. No, I did it right. I scrolled down, so I thought it was dropping one for some reason. All right. So the game choices will be, or excuse me, the game pool initially is Monopoly, The Amazing Spider-Man. That's the Gottlieb game. Farfalla, Robocop, Surf and Safari, Fireball 2, Devil's Dare, The Pinball Circus, Sinbad, WWE WrestleMania. That's the stern one. And CSI crime scene investigation. So, clicking randomize now to see what our choices are. Our choices will be Monopoly, the pinball circus, Sinbad, and CSI.
1: Ooh, that is. I don't know You if, will get to go first. I don't know if I've ever played Sinbad. I know I've played CSI. I apparently can't spell circus today, nor apparently can I spell Monopoly. So, let's see. Let's let me take a look at a couple of these to see if they're the games on the game that is in my head, or
0: if I'm just well. You you've not played Pinball Circus. I'm amazed it's even in this list. How would only it made be? two of them.
1: Yeah. How would that even make this list? That's insane.
0: It had enough votes on Pinside, I guess, to be ranked because <sighs> people played at the Pinball Hall of Fame.
1: Oh, that would make sense. That's the. That's that vertical
0: game that Python Angelo designed. Yeah.
1: Well, I know that would be the meta pick, then, wouldn't it? That would probably be the meta pick. But I've obviously not been there, so I've not played it. Let me check Sinbad. Let
0: me see if Sinbad. That's the System 1 game.
1: Is the one I'm thinking of.
0: I think we've played it at Texas. And I think Todd has it.
1: Okay, I have played this game. Yeah,
0: I think I was at the last Pinnapalooza.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I don't have a lot of memories of this one, though. I recognize the play field, though, but mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of memories of it. And you've played
0: Monopoly at Texas, and I think you've played CSI at Texas. I've,
1: yeah, I've played both Monopoly and CSI. I'm going to go. <sighs> this is definitely round five. There is nothing great here.
0: <laughs> so mean.
1: I, I, I'm sorry. There's nothing great You're here so to mean. pick from. But you have
0: four things to pick from, like you always do. Oh
1: no, no, I no no. I understand. There, there's it's a perfectly fair number of games to pick from. It's just none of these games are great. None of these games are games that I would probably go drop money in. Uh, that I've actually played. I'm going to go with. The Incredibly Broken CSI. Oh!
0: So how'd you end up landing on that one?
1: Random.org. (laughs) Random.org? No, it wasn't that bad. Uh, It's because while I remember the playfield and stuff from Monopoly, I actively can remember bits about CSI. So, Because CSI, as I recall... Is the one where there's, it's got the centrifuge and all the, yeah.
0: Yeah, you are right.
1: Yep. So that, that, that was the choice there. This is, these are not games that I have lots of experience on.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I will go with Sinbad as my pick. I think it is one of the best System One games that Gottlieb made. Uh, I wouldn't argue that it is the best, but I'd say it's pro- it's definitely top five, arguably top three. Uh, good de- variety there with the uh, with different drop banks. It's very very challenging. It's got the four flipper design at the bottom, and you can scissor yourself on them. So ball control is uh is a must on that. Uh, I just overall, it's a, I think it's a fun asymmetrical layout. Uh, from an era that wasn't known for strong games, and I'm not too surprised it's this far down on the list, but I actually think it is a pretty good player, so I'm going to go with that.
1: I, I, you know, and that's one of those things. I don't mind the old four flipper games. I kind of, I, I kind of like them. It is a cool little thing that once again you don't see anymore.
0: And so now we will go to our EM choices. I will pick first from this set. This is the EM 11th through 20th, though. And the initial pool is, and I'll name the games and years for EMs because it gets so confusing. Because we're not going to probably know any of these, <laughs> quite frankly. Maybe, we'll see. It's,
1: uh, if we've played one of these machines, then that's probably. You know,
0: I, we might have played a lot of them. It's just I don't always remember uh, from the name. Actually, I recognize a number. I actually recognize more of these names than I did in the 1 through 10.
1: Oh, that's funny. Uh,
0: so we've got Heat Wave, which is a Williams 1964. Uh, I typed luck stripe. I'm guessing I accidentally didn't get the, hit the key hard enough. And I meant to say lucky strike. Love it. Yep. I did. I must type.
1: Oh, good. Cigarette based Um, strike, not luck
0: strike. I'm going to edit my spreadsheet here real quick, but I'll leave it the same in random. Um, Apollo, the Williams 1967 game, the, uh, bank of Williams, 1965 centigrade 37. Okay. 1977. Teacher's Pet, Williams, 1965. Capersville, Bally, 1966. Uh, Doggies, William, uh, Bally, excuse me, 1968. Maybe that's pronounced Dogees. I'm not sure because there's only one G in it. World Fair, Gottlieb, 1964. And Bazaar, Bally, 1966. How bizarre? Yes. Or it's a spelled as a bazaar to shop at, bazaar. And the choices are Apollo, Bizarre, Centigrade 37, and Doggy Doji. Doggies Dojis, whichever one it is.
1: Doji! So Apollo, Bizarre, Centigrade. Centigrade 37. That's the one with the bagatelle on the side.
0: Yep. And D O G I E S. Doji Dojis. Doggies, I'm loading it. I wanna. I don't under. I don't understand. D-O-G-E-S? No, D-O-G-I-E-S.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna load that one. That's weird.
0: Yeah, there. Okay, and it's a guy, and he's on a horse, and there are bulls like a stampede. Oh, I, I'm gonna guess dog. Get along, little doggies. I'm guessing that's what it means. Like, because like its theme seems to be herding. Oh. oh the art is terrible
1: Wow! oh man that is rough I just that's like like some high concept f- weird looking bull like somebody took a walk through a art gallery and then decided to try and make a pinball back glass
0: looking at the layout is this a is this a ted's is this a Ted Zale? It's got the mushroom bumpers on it and he loved that stuff. Yeah, it is a Ted Zale. Okay. Huh? Well, I mean, the layout looks interesting on, on doggies. Uh, let's see Apollo. I remember we talked about Apollo last yeah, time because, because they,
1: yeah, we had, because
0: the, it was the different version of it. So I know Apollo. I don't need to reload that. I know centigrade. Um, I don't know bizarre them. I have to look at that. That's going to be a Zale as well. Cause it's a Bally from the sixties. Um let's see here get the play field it's tamer art that's that's for sure
1: yeah the the art is definitely much more what you would expect yes very very much so
0: okay well, my first it's my pick this time i'm I'm gonna go with Apollo. Basically, I'm picking. I'm picking what you picked last time yeah. it's just the had ball version. Uh, I think the rocket rollovers are really cool. Uh, you know, there's stuff to shoot for on it. It's a symmetrical layout, which isn't normally my thing. But I, here's the thing: the only other one I've played is Centigrade 37, which is probably the right answer. I hate it. I know I you hate do. Sen- I hate Centigrade, and it would be. Just too disingenuous for me to go with a game. I just hate that much. I just don't think it's fun at all. I think people only like it for its art. And, hey, in honor of the SpaceX launch, I'm going to go with Apollo. Uh,
1: I will be 100% honest with you. I would have chosen Apollo myself if it was an option. Since it's not, I'm going to go with Centigrade. Because- that's the smart. I think that's the smart choice. <laughs> because the other two are are... Not having doggies, two do doggies, and the art on the art. Oh yeah, the art on.
0: I want to play doggies because that layout looks fun. But I, the, that the, art- the
1: layout doesn't look bad. I, I will admit with that, it lo- it looks really interesting. But the the art, the art is just so bad.
0: Hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's something off. So, anyway, uh just uh, just as a quick recap and this the vote will be up open for about a week up on Facebook. I'll get that up uh shortly after I release the episode. But uh looking again at the uh at the pick choices. So for the 11 through 20 range, uh I went with ACDC. Tony went with The Adams Family. For the 61 through 70 range, I went with Alien, Tony went with Roadshow. For the 111 through 120th range, I went with Space Shuttle, Tony went with Corvette. For the 161st through 170th range, I went with T3. Tony went with Embryon. For the 211th through 220th range, I went with Sinbad. Tony went with CSI. And for the EM 11th through 20th range, I went with Apollo. And Tony went with Centigrade. I think this time our banks are a lot closer in terms of pop- um, what people are going to think. I think you're right. I felt really good about my choices last time. Oh, this no, time no. I, 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 I don't. I,
1: it became quickly apparent last time that...
0: Because you didn't take pirates, I didn't take pirates. Well, and
1: here's the thing: is I figured at the time that not taking pirates meant that my I was already <clears throat> in a bad place.
0: But so. I, I just, yeah, get, I mean, I my takeaway on 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 some of this stuff is that well, no, I I don't. In a way, I was going to say I felt like you leaned a little more modern, but it really. Uh, I was thinking that because of your your choice to go with Corvette when I went with a much older game Space Shuttle, and you going with CSI when I went with a really old game Sinbad. Right. But on the flip side, I did go with T three when you went with Embryon, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah.
1: So I think so it's, I, I, and of course the first pick is they're all modern, so you can't really lean older on that one. Yeah. But you also did hit uh,
0: Bally Williams a lot harder. I did. You went, with, you went with Adams family, which is Bally Williams. You went with Roadshow, which is Bally Williams. You went with Corvette, which is Bally Williams. Um, Embryon predates that period, so I wouldn't count that one. Uh, and so that. And whereas for me, I I leaned more stern when that was kind of in that same, same yeah. situation because uh, cause again, space shuttles kind of before Bally Williams were combined. So anyway, we'll just have to see what happens. But we will have to close. see. Gonna have to see. Well, that's it for the pinball segment. We do have some video game news to go through.
1: Yeah, we've been in. We've been recording for quite a while, so luckily there's not a huge amount of pinball or video game stuff. It's just nice to have actually have had stuff to talk about. We did,
0: we did, and some <laughs> some, some of this. Uh, of course, it'll be shorter for for the listeners because some of the the pl- picking stuff is going to go quicker on the on the game as it often does. But uh, so I did want to open with a sort of transition topic with virtual pinball, uh, Zacharia pinball the video game. Uh, they did announce that they uh, they recently updated their Android app. Uh, they added two remakes, uh, four deluxe tables, and a new mode called Zombie Invasion. They also updated their Xbox version. They added all the 2019 remake tables. They added three deluxe tables, and they added the Zombie Invasion mode as well. Uh, they did reach out to me and, and ask about if I would play any of this. They offered me codes. So they sent me free codes for the Xbox One version. I've always been playing the PC version, so I didn't own any of the Xbox stuff. So uh, they actually sent me a bunch of codes and most of them uh, were not, they had expired. (laughs) So they hadn't gotten me the new codes yet. So what I ended up getting initially was uh, the Deluxe Table Pack 1, which came with the three Deluxe Tables, uh, a Remake Table Pack 5, which I think came with... six remake tables and the zombie invasion mode. So I played all of that. So here are my thoughts. Zombie invasion mode is okay, but just okay. I didn't really care for it. It reminds me of some of the pinball effects modes that they used to do, especially in pinball FX 2. some of the like uh, modes in Iron Man or Spider-Man where they'd exploit the virtual nature and they'd like have Doc Ock come out. and You'd have to hit him with the ball to knock him back and stuff. It's like that. The zombies are coming out and you need to hit them. And they've got like power ups. You can activate missiles and stuff. It just plays really long and it feels really repetitive to me. So I just didn't have fun with it. Uh, the deluxe tables were cool, though. I, I liked that. That was uh, where they kind of reimagined the, they've been doing reimaginings of Zacharia pins. So uh, it's like, if you go and do the retro reimaginings, it's like they go and they take Zacharia games and they would rail them. And then they have the remakes and they take Zacharia pins and they DMD them. And now the deluxe tables seem to be, let's take Zacharia pins and let's LCD them. Like what would it be like <laughs> if, if Stern pinball were to do them today? So um I'd say of the three, my favorite was the one called the, the re-envisioned one called Spooky. I just thought the layout was was the best. And uh, I do like that they really, they put in a lot of call outs telling you what to shoot for and stuff. So you don't have to stare at the screen the whole time. Uh, overall, because this was the first time I played the Xbox One version, I'll say it it played really smooth. I didn't see lag with any of the ball stuff. But versus the PC version, I ran into a lot more stuck ball situations. Where the game would get hung up, like even in like an outlane, like go down to the left or right outlane, the ball would get stuck there. It's weird. So I'd have to do the call attendant or, uh, or just restart the game, uh, restart the table. So that was a little weird, but otherwise it played pretty similar to the PC version. It just seemed a little more. I had more ball hang up, definitely have had more ball hang ups than I have on the PC version, but so anyway, that's my, uh, Zacharia pinball update.
1: All right. That's interesting, the little hang-ups like that that happen when you change versions between.
0: Yeah, it was, and I, I mean, it was new. I had a number of them. It was not. I have put. And I put several hours in on Zachariah for Xbox to try this out. So.
1: All righty. Uh, the rest of this we're going to go through pretty quick because, like I said earlier, we've had. This has been quite a long episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, uh, Sony's made a bunch of PlayStation 5 announcements uh, on. June 4th, which is going to be Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, uh, the Thursday after this comes out, uh, they are doing their big PS five reveal event. Um, it's going to be just over an hour long and it's going to showcase a lot of the games under development. Uh, in addition to that, they have announced, let the developers, uh, know that any games that, are being sent to Sony and all for, for release after uh, the 13th of July are required to be a hundred percent compatible with PS five and PS four because the majority, but not all of the top 100 PS four games are going to be backwards compatible with the PS five. So it'll be interesting to see what, and if any changes that causes in that, and uh, I doubt I'd be amazed if somebody was, if a developer wasn't developing a game at this point that wasn't designed to go both ways. Mm, yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, it'd just be in shock. Uh, the other big thing is blizzard has announced the cancellation of blizzcon 2020.
0: Not surprising. I'm
1: not surprised. I think in all honesty, I think blizzard was probably relieved that they got to that. They yeah. had a reason to cancel it. I think they, they need a breather. They do. I was just,
0: I was just thinking <sighs> that's just probably good for them because who knows how they're going to shoot themselves in the foot this time,
1: right? Well, I mean, Overwatch Two is not ready, right? Diablo Four is not ready. They have right. nothing coming out. I don't. I, don't you I think have there's a phone? an expan- There might be an expansion to World of Warcraft coming out, but. There's, like, nothing new coming out. Uh, I just don't think they have a lot there. And with how rough of a time they've had in the last couple of BlizzCons and how poorly the last several uh, rounds of tournaments have have gone, the ability to use an outside factor to cancel BlizzCon and get rid of the tournaments, I think, does nothing but help them
0: from a yeah, PR I standpoint. I agree. Uh,
1: they are talking about uh doing an all online thing sometime in 2021 which even pushes more to the we don't actually have anything to show and blizzcon would just have been because blizzcon always exists but uh i think for them this is a a a a a silver lining to the cloud because they get to back out of something that I think has been hurting them more the last few years than it was uh, before.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: So that's about all I really had because we had so much, we had so much pinball stuff today. I I, I did not go real crazy on video game stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, that's okay. Because there's always, in two weeks, who knows what will happen.
1: We'll have to see so, what, if any, pinball news there is in two weeks.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, but until next time, people can reach out to us at EclecticGamersPodcast at gmail.com or on Facebook.com slash EclecticGamersPodcast. We're available on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram as Eclectic underscore Gamers. And we'll see you with either pinball and or video game news in a couple weeks. So until then, uh, my name is Dennis. I'm Tony. Goodbye. Bye.